obedience, 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 obedience is a cornerstone of our faith in God. Hebrews 11 and 1. Now faith is confidence in what we hope for, it assures about what we do not see. Being obedient requires faith in God. Without faith, it is impossible to walk with God. I will. Obedience. Obedience. Obey God. Hey y'all, it's Ashley and Shantavia, and And this this is Obedience Podcast. So on this episode 10, our first episode of the new year 2020, we have two very special guests, Miss Shamiko and Miss Avene. But before we get into this episode and tell you guys who they are and what this episode is is about, we're going to do a short prayer to start the episode. Father God, we want to thank you for allowing us to make it here safely to filming for this episode. We thank you for waking us up this morning and being able to get the subject out to many viewers and so it can touch someone's heart. We thank you for giving us the idea to have a therapy episode and we thank you that our guests were so open and willing to join us on this episode. We pray that you lead us in this episode and we're able to say exactly what you want us to say in order to get it out to someone who needs help in this area. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 So this is the first episode of 2020. 2020? 2020. 2020. <laughs> <laughs> so we wanted to start off with a clear mind of your goals and your visions. And we thought that therapy um, would tie into that with um, it being at the beginning of the year. So we do have our special guests here. Don't they look great, y'all? <laughs> hey, y'all. <laughs> So, Shantavia is going to introduce our special guest for today. Okay. First, I'll do to my left, Avene. So, I don't know. When did I meet you? Like two years ago? Yeah. Yeah, like two years ago at work. Yeah. So, we are co-workers and I met her about two years ago. She works for um, a different department than me. So, we really didn't know each other at first. And then we traveled for the first time together. And it was like we knew each other for ever (laughs) (laughs) um the reason i did want to invite avanae for this episode because i remember she was one of the first person people one of the first people that i talked to about therapy and he told me that she was in therapy and she was so open and honest with me about her journey so i wanted her to come on here and just share with you guys and she made me feel so comfortable i wanted her to make you guys feel comfortable so that's who avanae is we'll know more about her later on in the episode (laughs) more <laughs> okay with Shamiko I just met her today yeah <laughs> um I know Ashley decided to get bring her onto the episode mm-hmm. um and so I have a little um write-up of who she is for you guys so she is the founder of new mentoring minds mentorship program um she is a youth mentorship and business empowerment organ well it is a youth mentorship and business empowerment organization, and it has a mission to change lives one mind at a time. The organization also aims to empower, improve individual development and self-esteem from the inside out. Her organization has hosted several events such as King of Kings, a youth male mentorship, and She's Bossy to a business etiquette. So I think that she is a perfect addition to yeah, this episode. Yeah. And so we are excited to get into both of their stories and talk about therapy for this episode. 
So thank you guys for joining yeah, us. I'm glad to be Welcome. here. We are so happy to have you guys. All right, Ashley. So we're going to go ahead and dive into the topic. I know y'all been waiting. So our first question is, um, so can you guys share your journey um, to working on your mental health? Um, <laughs> okay. Well, um, for me, it actually has been a journey throughout my adolescence into adulthood. Okay. Um, I first noticed symptoms in the eighth grade. So, um, it started out with kind of a force of being forced of having to go to therapy and I didn't really know what that was. Um, and so I was really resistant throughout adolescence. I would go to therapy, get on medication, feel better. Okay. I don't want to do this anymore. Stop. Mm -hmm. And I didn't really get serious about it into adulthood. Um, when I, you know, the light bulb came on, like, this is something that I'm going to have to deal with, with the rest of my life. And in order for me to be an effective adult, an effective individual, um, I am going to have to take care of this properly. So it's, yes, you have to go to therapy. Yes, you need medication. And so um, ever since that light bulb came on, it's been, I've been an advocate for mental health, especially mm -hmm. in the African-American community because yeah. it's just not talked about. Yes. Yeah. Um, my journey to working on my mental health, um, it probably started about, five years ago was my first experience so I realized up to five years ago like oh this is this is real mm -hmm. this is something that you cannot shake by going to hang out with some friends right. or mm -hmm. going out to eat it once you do all that and you come back you still feel the same way so my journey has consisted of you know just doing things you know reaching out um to the doctor, you know, I've had a funny experience, you know, about not wanting to go to the doctor, mm -hmm. you know, but um, I realized this feeling that I was having, you know, it was not going away. Mm -hmm. And, you know, the best thing to do is like, hey, go to the doctor. So, you know, I've been working on my mental health journey about five years. Um, I do suffer from anxiety. Mm -hmm. um, it's not anything I like to wear. Um, with a badge of honor, but it is something that um, I've had to learn to cope with. And I can say, you know, seeking out therapy and medical help and just other things um, has helped. And actually, um, I was telling Ashley um, that I'm actually working on a book, you know, to mm. actually talk about my experience living with, um, you know, anxiety, coping, and overcoming. Mm -hmm. So um, I'm really glad that the Obedience Pod is doing this for mm -hmm. therapy. Yeah, that'll be a good read. I'm excited yes, to read that. Yes. yes. Yeah. Wait. That's good. Well, <laughs> mine is a little different. Okay. Because, um, like, being black and um, it comes with, like, a stigma. For, that's what I think. Yeah. It comes with a stigma. It and especially being a Christian, like, you, they say, oh, you know, just pray it away and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. So that's what, that was always my thought on being, like, you know, going to therapy and, like, why don't you just pray this away and just feeling or whatever. But, like, some sometimes in your life you just need that that person to talk to. I think I'm going too far in it. Let me slow down a little bit. Getting too excited. I'm getting too, I get too excited sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> but yeah, like just growing up, I never knew like anything about therapy mm-hmm. because nobody really discussed it. They were just like, pray it away, you'll be fine, you know, take a nap, you know, you'll be okay. So yeah, you will always have like negative comments, like, you know, that's a white, you know, only mm-hmm. white folks go to yes. therapy, which yep. is so untrue. Yes. Um, everybody needs it. And, um, like I said, you know, just all you need is Jesus and, you know, and that's enough. But I, yes, you do need Jesus, mm-hmm. but you, I believe that God has put like people on this earth, you know, to, you know, talk exactly. about those, those mental things that are going on within your mind or just even somebody to talk to somebody that's biased. Sometimes you don't always need a friend to talk to because, mm-hmm. you know, they may not give the best advice or mm-hmm. something like that. But yeah. Um, but yeah, we'll get more into like the therapy of like how I started therapy. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So um, for so me, I know that you guys saw, if you guys saw the vision episode, you saw um, therapy on my vision board for 2019. And you saw why I talked about I didn't start it. So back in 2018, um, I knew that I had some issues that I needed to talk out with somebody, which is why I like started to question about therapy. That's all I did in 2018. It's like, hey, you know about therapy? You know about it? And then in 2019, I did, you know, give myself a pat on the back. I did go and research therapists. But even then, I made up excuses. Mm-hmm. I was like, I want to find somebody black. Mm-hmm. I want to find somebody like this, you know? And so I didn't end up going in 2019. So in 2020, I'm really going to start going to therapy. And I'll talk about it further in the episode, um, the type of therapist I'm looking for. Um, but I knew that I had issues like social anxiety, just regular anxiety, mm-hmm. um, issues that I need to talk through just that I see in my family members that I want to prevent from doing myself. Um, so I wanted somebody to talk through with that who was um, unbiased, like you mm-hmm. said. Um, and so that was my reason as to wanting to start therapy. Um, Further in the episode, I'll explain why I'm really going to start further in the episode. So, that's my um, journey to it. Um, so, with you guys, do you believe Christians need therapy? Yes. Do we? <laughs> uh, yeah. Ashley brought up a great point. Um, we need Jesus and we need therapy. <laughs> and the reason I'm saying this, I am a Christian, you know, and I pray, um, fast, um, Bible plans and all of the above. And I think, um, many of us can agree and I have still been depressed. And that Mm -hmm. doesn't mean that God is not answering my prayers Mm -hmm. or anything like that. I think Ashley said it best when she said that, um, God puts people in place and positions, you know, for a certain reason. So, Mm -hmm. I do believe uh, Christians, you know, they need therapy. And there's absolutely nothing, you know, wrong with it. Um, Me going to therapy or anything, it doesn't mean I don't have faith in God. It Mm -hmm. means I trust God and I trust him enough to know Mm -hmm. that I know to get help. You know, we Mm -hmm. always use that famous um, phrase, faith without works is dead. Mm -hmm. And that applies to every part of our life, even mental health. So, yes. 
start up, you know, some months later if I feel like I need some more, you know, help on how to, you know, get over some things, but, you know, uh, and every kind of therapy isn't like me just going to sit and talk with somebody, like sometimes you just need that time for yourself, like a self-vacation, like when I went to Tulsa, I didn't even know I needed that, Mm -hmm. like I just needed to get away from, I just needed that time for myself, you know, Mm -hmm. but yeah. Um... I definitely believe that uh, Christian needs therapy um, because, I mean, therapy isn't, you know, there's a, a stigma even with the word, you know, just therapy in general. Mm-hmm. And therapy doesn't necessarily mean that you have a diagnosis. It doesn't mean That's that you true. have, um, you know, bipolarism, schizophrenia, anxiety, anything of that nature. You mm-hmm. may just not have coping skills that's true and so um so i think any and everyone um needs to explore the possibility that they may need it and explore the options of going to therapy is very much very much needed by Mm -hmm. any and everyone um especially and i feel like especially christians Mm -hmm. um because even though we have been taught you know we have our belief system we pray um we have our faith in God. Um, there are, especially as a black Christian, there's some duality and trauma along with that, even mm-hmm. being um, a black Christian. Like, sometimes you just need to have, like, I don't know how to deal with, with this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Help me deal with this. Yes. Mm-hmm. It's, it doesn't have to be a, um, you know, I'm sick or I have a diagnosis. Mm-hmm. It's just help me get through this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so, I, yeah, I definitely believe that that's, that's needed. Okay, so I'm kind of like um, with you guys. I do think that there's no problem with Christians getting therapy at all. Um, for some reason, I don't know if you mentioned this already, Ashley, but um, growing up, people really didn't talk about going to therapy at all. Um, I know I found out recently that my grandma went to therapy all this time. You know, I never knew that she went to therapy. Mm-hmm. And it was kind of like what you just said. It was mm-hmm. like she was going, like both of her parents died like six months within each other. Mm-hmm. And so she just needed to get through yeah. that. You know, and it's not something that she had to continue mm-hmm. to go go through with. And learning just some of my family history, like I found out that on my dad's side, anxiety is bad. And then just finding out about my grandma and stuff like that, it makes me want to pre- like be preventative mm-hmm. and to go out and get the help. And I feel like if more people were open to it, um, then we would know, we would be able to prevent a lot of things that happen. Mm-hmm. And I know, um, like what you mentioned, like 
I know we'd be like, everybody needs therapy. Everybody's like, well, I don't think I need therapy right now. Yeah, you might not need therapy right now, but you may need it at a later point in your life. Mm -hmm. And there's nothing wrong with going to get it out then. So, yeah, that's how I feel about um, Christians and therapy. I know, like, a few months back, you and I had a conversation about um, therapy, and I expressed to you that I wanted to find someone who was a Christian therapist. Um, And the reason I said that was because you can have some a therapist who's not like faith based, and if you're not like strong in your faith or you're just like a new beginner, um, some things that they say may make you question your faith. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, which is why I wanted to find somebody that was like faith based because I knew I was like restarting everything. I know that you were firm in yours, and so you could go to someone who didn't have a background with faith and be like, okay, no, I'm not doing that. Mm-hmm. You know, so <laughs> where I was, I wanted to have somebody that wouldn't try to jilt me this way or mm-hmm. move me that way. Um, but I think what I'm going to do, because I haven't been able to find that, I think what I want to do is when I go to find my therapist is have a regular therapist, you mm-hmm. know, and then have someone um, talk to a minister at my church to get me through times as well. So, that's two different perspectives helping me mm-hmm. through the same situation. Mm-hmm. So that's I think good. that's what I want to do. We spoke a lot about church and everything like that. Do you guys believe that um, the church community is doing enough in regards to mental health? I do not think so. Mm-hmm. Um, I know um, my church, they have mentioned something. We have had something once about suicide, had someone to come speak and I think um, they mentioned that there was a Christian um, based or like we had someone that was a member of our church was um, a therapist and mm-hmm. um, but that might have been two times out of the years I've been going there and you know so I do think churches um, could do a little bit more you know they can probably have more workshops mm-hmm. seminars mm-hmm. you know um, just to reach out to the black community you know because one of the biggest issues in the you know, African American community is like we do have a high um, sense of mental health problems because Black people are more to be living into poverty. Right. You know, um, just have different issues. You know, homeless and so forth. You know, as we know, mental health consists of you know many um, environmental issues, social factors, and so much. Okay, I definitely agree. I, I definitely think we we do need to talk about it more. Um, a lot of it. Has I think a lot of it has to do with they're not taught or they don't know mm-hmm. um, about different things or what it could be like the I think the the names kind of scare them a little bit like mm-hmm. suicide no they don't pray that way you know <laughs> I mean you yeah. can you can pray you can pray for it but you also need those resources mm-hmm. to really that that has the knowledge to really come against those things and like educate you on it and the signs and the the things that you can look out for, especially in kids mm-hmm. and also adult, adults too. I don't know. I don't want to, you know, forget about them. But yeah, I invited Shamika to come and um, yes. speak at one of the, the events at uh, my old church, and she, you did an amazing job. Oh, thank and, you. And like the 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 response to all of that, you know, to have adults and older people to come up to me and just say, you know, I really needed to hear that. I, you know. And then, like, people wanted to reach out to you yes, as well. They did. So I was just happy that God had used me to, you know, put out that work and so that he brought that topic. But I really feel as though, like, a lot of more of those 
that needs to happen within the churches. I know that we touch on it, but we need to. It need, I, I feel like it needs to be a continuous action. Yeah. I know. Growing up, I heard the statement, you know, I got Jesus, and that's enough. <laughs> um, but I do believe that people forget that Jesus wants us to have relationships as well. Um, so I brought up the scripture, Galatians 6 and 2. It tells us to carry each other's burdens. And in this, in this way, you will fulfill the law of Christ. So no Christian should ever should ever think he or she is totally independent. Ooh, that was my problem. Like <laughs> and doesn't need any, doesn't need the help from others. We have to remember that we are the body of Christ, the body of Christ, um, and we work together for a common good. So I know that was one of my things. Like, I was just like, I don't need nobody, you know, I ain't going to tell nobody what I'm going through. <laughs> Nothing. I'm I-N-D-E-N-D-E-N-D-E-N-D-E-N-D-E-N-D-E-N-D-E-N-D-E-N-D-E-N-D-E-N-D-E-N-D-E-N-D-E-N-D-E-N-D-E-N-D-E-N-
Um, so yes, growing up, I had no idea mm-hmm. that mental health was like so prevalent. You know, I knew what suicide was, but I didn't think it was an actual thing. Mm-hmm. And getting older, you see things happen around you that you just like, wait, that's not our issue. Why? Mm-hmm. Why did that just happen? Um, and it makes you realize, okay, these things that everybody said, oh, that's not our problem. That's not what we do. It is true. It's mm-hmm. what we do. You know, um, recently this, um, pastor, have you guys heard of Jared, Jared Wilson? Yes. He yes. recently committed suicide and he was very like devout in his, um, pastor, pastoring. And he talked openly about his depression mm-hmm. and he succumbed to it, you know? Mm-hmm. And so it's hard. You know, mm-hmm. he was so open about it, and mm-hmm. that still happened. Mm-hmm. So that's why I think it can be more done. I am appreciative of the steps that we're seeing now. Like, more churches are talking about mm-hmm. it, and they are realizing that it's a thing. That's us and not anyone else. Mm-hmm. So we still have a lot of work to do, but I'm happy that it the work has begun, you know, with some churches. Yeah. You know what I think would be great? Like, when... When members come to pastors to point them in the direction of a therapist, that's you know, a great idea. I think that'll be great. Like maybe, I don't know, like a. That's a great idea. It could be great Some if, like, like every church had mm-hmm. a sit-in therapist, like a therapist on payroll. Yeah, yeah. it'd be great. If, I mean, I know I every church can't idea. have that, yeah. but it'd be great if that was possible. Look, these are resources, and these are things that you can incorporate within, mm-hmm. you know, and share to your congregation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think I love that. Idea. Yeah, I mean, right. universities have like counselors and therapists on payroll, yeah. so yeah. why not? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, like I mentioned before, like I found out recently about the anxiety issues on my dad's side and issues on my mother's side as well, and so that really helped me, like, definitely say, "Hey, I need to go to therapy so I can work through these issues." But um, what was one of you guys' main reason for getting help through therapy? And was the decision to reach out difficult? I know for me, like I told you guys, um, it's been, what, two years I've been trying to do this, and I still haven't. You can do so, it. <laughs> so with you guys, was the decision to just reach out, was it hard at all? Um, For me, it was a little bit difficult um, because, and like I was saying, for, for me, it started in adolescence. So initially it was forced due to circumstances Mm -hmm. that I have, that I will get into later. Um, um, stay tuned. But, um, it was much more difficult when I finally made the decision to be serious about it because in my family, the stigma is very real. Mm -hmm. It is, you know, we don't go to therapy. I made the decision at a very young age to put a stop to generational toxic behavior. Mm-hmm. Like, I see it's damaging me. I don't want to continue that. So, even though I made that decision, I thought that I was okay until, um, and I'll share this, uh, both of my parents died in mm-hmm. 2011, six months apart. Wow. And um, I literally lost my mind. Mm -hmm. I was not prepared to be, you know, full-on adulting. You know, Mm -hmm. in my head, I'm like, I'm 25, all right. I'm finally, you know, getting ready to graduate college. All right, I got these two jobs. 
I'm good. Everything's good right now. But even though all of that was going on and I looked great on the outside, I didn't know how to adult properly. Mm -hmm. I didn't know, you know, it's just thrown out. Like, okay, there is nobody to fall on. There you go. Mm -hmm. So um, it was through that grief process, continuous grief process, and that I found myself completely stagnant and still and just in a cycle of, existing for three straight years after they passed Mm. I didn't even know what year it was and um that I was like okay so in order for me to progress to be any type of an effective adult I have to go to therapy um I may not want to but in order for me to even be an effective human being person I have to go I need medication because, like, this isn't, this has been three years. I have to go get help or I'm not, I can't live. Mm-hmm. And I know that's dramatic. <laughs> Sorry, got viewers. That's dramatic, but it's real. <laughs> it's real. My main reason um, for getting help through therapy, um, I was just tired of feeling how I was feeling. You know, um, I mentioned, you know, I had some issues, you know, with anxiety and, um, you know, it's not anything anybody would choose, and I'm pretty sure if you had some experience, you know, sometimes it could be hard to relax, mm-hmm. um, hard to take time off, and you know, just doing some research, just reading about, you know, anxiety, you know, it can be the result of perfectionism, like so many different things, and um, I remember I was like, I don't know how to be still or relax, because mm-hmm. I'm always, so I decided, um, I'm going to reach out, you know, um, and I reached out. I didn't actually go to a therapist way. I sit on the couch, you know, Mm -hmm. and they move the clock or anything, (laughs) but, um, I, I did the telephone. I did a, um, that type of therapy. And Mm -hmm. basically, um, I must admit I was nervous because Mm -hmm. I made the appointment and I was like, I ain't finna talk to nobody. I ain't finna tell them. You know, but I was like, I got to have some help. And one of the things she said she noticed and just listening to me, she noticed that um, somewhere it had been brought to my attention that in order for me to be successful, I always had to be doing something. Mm -hmm. And she said that was, you know, that caused anxiety. And I think another thing she was saying, um, because I was telling her, like, I'm always on the go. And if I sit still if I relax I feel like something's not getting done or I'm behind and she was like who told you that you know so and she told me another reason you know um I may be using it for a distraction you know Mm -hmm. to distract me away from some things so just getting back to the point was the decision to reach out it was difficult but it was necessary and I would just go encourage you I know you say you still haven't reached out but Mm -hmm. if you don't actually want to go sit and talk to someone Mm -hmm. right now I mean if you had a way you can do uh the video chat or you can talk to someone you know and I call Mm -hmm. that kind of like a soft therapy kind of like a soft approach um you know so that's just something but Mm -hmm. yeah that was my experience Mm -hmm. yeah no, that was a good. Mm-hmm. That's good. So, if y'all need to step in tiptoe into this, yeah, I think it's called Talkspace. Is it's that? something there, a teletherapy or something? Yeah, I mean, like Talkspace that. is an app. I know okay. what you're talking about, but it's an actual whole genre because she's talking about like teletherapy, like my therapist does it. Okay. Um, 
um, you can, I could have telephone sessions mm-hmm. if I needed it, mm-hmm. um, text sessions, mm-hmm. like whatever you need to do to reach out mm-hmm. to get through whatever okay. you're going through. Mm-hmm. That's really convenient. I didn't want to know this. So, yeah, you can FaceTime your therapist. <laughs> I'm just playing. <laughs> I'm just saying. It's not <laughs> look no you know don't be ignoring these things um so it came from me at the time I had gained like a large amount of weight um in a in a short period of time and and I was eating uncontrollably and like I would never like feel full like I was using I guess I was using food for comfort mm-hmm. um so yeah I was never satisfied so I went to a routine uh, doctor's appointment, and she was just like, she's a um, middle-aged black lady. Mm-hmm. She was just like, what's wrong? What's going on? She said, you know, I know that your weight has changed, so, you know, what's going on? And her being her, it's like, you know, the, mm-hmm. the grandmama talks like, yes. baby, what's going on? Yes. So I just started crying. Um, and I was just like, I don't know. She was just like, you... What about, she She gave me the option of, like, what about seeing a therapist? And I was just like, girl, you know, we don't do that. You know, we mm-hmm. can't. So I still had that stigma on me, <laughs> thinking that way. Um, she was just like, you know, going to therapy does not mean you're crazy. I know that we, you know, a lot of people say that, you know, um, because, like we said, we're not educated on that. Yeah. So I was just like, girl, whatever. So I left that doctor's appointment. And some months later, it just stayed on my mind. I was just like, hmm. Maybe I do need this because I'm still gaining weight. Mm-hmm. I'm still not full. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm running to food, you know, for comfort. And I was still growing my faith, but I'm just like, you know, I'm still wallowing in my feelings and stuff like that. And I'm still eating. I'm still <laughs> not full. So, um, yeah, that's that was my journey. And I started, like I said, I started back in April of 19, 2019. So the main reason for me, um, back to the question, uh, was learning how to eat again. And it was hard. Like, she gave me different techniques on, you know, why do you do this? Or what makes you run to, my thing, I go to chocolate chip cookies and french fries. You know me, I love chocolate chip cookies. Mm -hmm. Um, But, yeah, that was my thing that I I ran to. If I'm happy, I run to food. If I'm sad, I run to food. Oh, this is a hot moment. Open, hot, open. <laughs> honest, open, and transparent. <laughs> but yeah, I, like if I'm sad, you know, mad, happy, celebrating, <laughs> we run the food. I run the food. So that was my thing. And I, I learned to like celebrate or like express. I guess I'm learning different ways to express. I don't, I don't say myself or like to I don't know different ways to reward yourself and yes. different ways to and the reason I know the wording is because I, I deal with that too mm-hmm. okay you, you know you gotta you know, different ways to reward yourself is different reward other, other than, than food, food. Yeah. Uh-huh. and different way to cope other, other than, than food, food. Yeah. yeah that's good what she said <laughs> <laughs> 
But yeah, that's it. So do y'all think that therapy is a last resort or do you think it's an addition to your faith? Um, for me, I think it is definitely an addition to my faith and it goes hand in hand with my faith. Um, and I had to learn that the hard way, most definitely. But um, after going through such a long time of struggling with, um, especially when I was a new Christian, you know, okay, I'm supposed to be, where's that joy that I'm supposed to have? Mm-hmm. Where, you know, why don't I have that? Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, you go through that, well, what is something wrong with me? Is my mm-hmm. faith not strong? Like, what mm-hmm. do I need to do? Mm-hmm. How do I fix that? And I think it just is a great aid because you can have that strong faith um, that, you know, that joy in Christ and still, you know, go to this person that, as we've been saying throughout the episode, someone that he's placed specifically for you to Mm -hmm. express those things to and get that help that you need. So I think it's definitely a great addition to um, helping the faith. I agree. I think it's, um, I don't think it's the last, you know, I think it's something in addition, you know, what she said, you know, to having, you know, faith. Um, I thought about this and I thought about this and I thought about this and what you just said actually it really resonated with me because um, I can remember telling Ashley it was kind of like I feel like something's wrong with me because I don't feel this way towards my faith Mm -hmm. you know I would put that on me Um, so I guess I can say um, originally I was going about it as therapy is um, a last resort when I should have just made it an addition Mm -hmm. to help me through my faith journey. Mm -hmm. So I would say that it's an addition, but I can say that I've been going through it as if it was a last resort. Mm -hmm. And so I would say if you're going like me, I wouldn't make it a last resort. I would just make it an addition. And these ladies are a good example of why it should be an addition. Yes. Yes, it is. (laughs) So I do agree with you. I definitely think it is um, an aid uh, in addition to helping our faith. So I brought up a scripture. So in Isaiah 9, uh, 1 through 7, it discusses the discusses the hope in the Messiah. Um, so during this dark time, God promised to send a light who would shine on everyone. And verse 6 reads, um, For a child is born to us, a son is given to us, and the government yeah, and the government is upon his shoulder. And his name is, his name will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Eternal Father, Prince of Peace. So as we know, his name is Jesus. And he came, um, he came to give his life um, for us to live abundantly. So to end any bondage, um, to break any yokes that we have upon us, um, and ultimately give us the Holy Spirit to comfort us. So ultimately, I do believe therapy is an addition to our faith, but I never think it's a replacement no. um, for Jesus Christ. No, so absolutely not. I definitely want to say that. So you can still have a relationship with the Holy Spirit and have a counselor. Yes. But know that he is the ultimate counselor. So that was my thing I wanted to bring out of that. All right. So we have had a great discussion on how we all, well, our journey to um, therapy and mental health and we had some hot 
moment. Mm-hmm. Open, honest. Hold on, that's wrong. Honest, honest open, open, and transparent. <laughs> We've had a lot of those moments, and we're going to have even more. So we want to thank you guys for tuning in to the first part of this episode. So come back here, same time, next Tuesday. And as always, be, be obedient, obedient, and we'll see you guys next time. Bye.